0: welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another episode of surviving empathy podcast this is season four and or season four finale of surviving empathy podcast coming to you from rural oregon This is a two-part series we're calling Super Duper Awesome Mega Show Season 4 Finale, and we're here to break it down. Everything from politics to life to the paranormal to cryptids, it's all right here. If you haven't listened to part one yet, please do go back. Go back and listen to part one of the series and then continue on here to part two. If you like the work we're doing, we're trying our best, man. We're hustling every day to create positive outcomes and positivity, and clarity and purpose and a life that is sometimes too weird for words. If you want to help us out, come on over to Chef Bright Comedy. That's at Linktree forward. It's www.linktree forward slash Chef Bright Comedy. That's where everything can be found. And we appreciate anything you can do to help us. One dollar, two dollars, three dollars, anything you can do until we're sponsored would really help us out a whole lot at the end of the day rebecca and i are kind gentle people we don't try to do anything wrong in this world we're just good people trying to make a better life for ourselves and make a better world for you out there that's what this is about so we can use your help frankly we're at a point where we're you know retooling the show and the brand so that we can be more accessible for everybody out there So in the meantime, if you could pitch in a buck or two until we're sponsored, that would really go a long way to show that you care, that you're kind, that you want to help us because we've been trying to help you. So grab a cup of cocoa, get yourself comfy, grab a binky, and let's begin. (laughs) That's what social media has done. It has come in and used free speech to stifle free speech. Right? A lot of talk. Anyway, so there you have it. Um, I just yeah. wanted your opinion on that real quick, because I think social media, she out and out said that without Facebook, uh, they would not have had any way to communicate with each other to rise up against this brutal dictator. Yeah. So while, of course, there's a utility of social media Um, There are a lot of cases today where you'll see it in politics, for example. Usually on the right, but not always. Occasionally on the left, too, especially the woke culture, especially any extremist. But there are people nowadays who like to martyr themselves and say outrageous things. Um, Or uh, you've got billionaires owning Twitter now who give more free speech to the right than to the left. But uh, as a general whole the subject itself, free speech, using social media to stifle free speech by using free speech. Speak on that. Yeah. Well, it's it's a
1: slippery slope because, yeah, we want to be able to speak our mind and talk about things. But like she said, when things are touted as truth and facts, when they're not, and they're mm-hmm. repeated often enough, and people start to believe them and think that they are, that's how that stuff Starts to happen. That's how yeah. January 6th happens. That's how people start to think it's cool to be under a dictator.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It feels like there's a lot of people on the right now who are perfectly okay with an autocracy so long it's someone that they like. Yeah. And they have no fucking idea that A, you're not going to win anything from this. You're getting no more better pay. You're not going to get a better job. The economy's not going to get better because of this. You're simply, you're in love with this idea of. Somebody punishing the enemy, the any, and that's yeah. what I mean. We all want religion because we want there to be some supernatural force uh, that's gonna smite the bad people, smite the villain. Yeah. And yet, the villain in this case are oftentimes just your political rival yeah. to jail your rival, to jail Hillary Clinton, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, are you out of your fucking mind, Trump? And now he wants to get rid of the Constitution itself. Because um, he's not happy with the 2020 results. Two years later, he's still bitching and griping on it, on Truth Social. So, talk about the influencers in our culture today and how it's stifling free speech. Well, yeah. When people just spout these lies
1: day after day after day, and people just take it on faith that it's the truth, Mm -hmm. and then they repeat it, and then, yeah, it's, it's scary. Yeah. Because then... I mean, these people that are for Trump, I mean, he basically said he wants to scrap the elections that have been proven time and time again that they were completely legitimate. 65 plus court
0: cases, every single one of them got thrown out.
1: That he wants to just throw that away and get rid of the Constitution and become the dictator. And people are supporting that, not realizing how dangerous it is because, like you said, it's hurting their
0: quote-unquote enemies so they're okay with it they're okay with hurting the enemy so long as it's a person that they yeah. support not really understanding that there's only a matter of time when you take any kind of authority figure with impune that has that is impu- that has impunity yeah that that is not held accountable eventually it's only a matter of time where that hate Ends up, it's coming come to you. back to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And people don't think that far ahead, and they're not smart enough to understand what's actually.
0: Well, how happening. do we, as a rule, on social media today, especially for us sensitives and people who are just tired of the drama? What's the best way to use social media where it's it stays an asset and never becomes sort of a, a problem? Because I see a yeah. lot of people getting fed up, and then they go off of it, and it's like. How do we just keep it in check always, yeah. do you think? But
1: you have to just keep <clears throat> it in check for yourself. Yeah. And as much as it is important to to know both sides of things, when the other side is just completely off the rails and not being truthful, get rid of it. Get yeah. rid of those people. Get rid of those websites. Get rid of those news sites Because it doesn't help. It doesn't help you at all.
0: Yeah, I've always said, you know, it's like Glenn Beck's book, Arguing with Idiots. The problem is that he's the idiot, not the people that are arguing. Mm -hmm. Um, When you argue with idiots, all you're going to upset is yourself. Especially when you know you're in the right. Especially when you know you have the facts on your side. And so, at the end of the day, we all want to be for the desire for friendship. We want to accept our political rivals. We want to accept those... Friends who are our political opposite, of course. But at the end of the day, where do we draw the line, though, when it's... You know, because I had a friend, remember that dude, I won't say his name, but it used to live in our apartments down there in California, that hippie dude with the tie-dye mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah. And he would all the time, just always on Facebook, engage in political both-sidesism. And he would constantly yeah. be engaged in ta- trying to, as a liberal, talk to the conservative movement and he let these friends just take over his page where do we draw the line between le- dissenting point of view and oh my god this is getting out of hand i
1: think when it gets to a point where it's just out and out lies and non-facts
0: yeah it's well couldn't it, could
1: it, get rid of it
0: could it be said though that we should get rid of him before then because i mean if if these people don't if you argue a point and you make your case and you know you're in the right and they just poo-poo it because they're not fact-based, they're emotional-based, These, you're, you're going to get to a point where you're just kind of, I don't know, it's like, like I always say, it's like you're not playing chess, you're just letting the pigeon shit on the chessboard. Yeah. Where do we draw that line? Because we all want people to have their own point of view and freedoms, but when it becomes flat earth society, it's like, it. maybe it's time to hang it up with that yeah, person you know it
1: is and if you know that they're that type of person and you don't want to deal with that
0: well that get was rid of them. that I was mean, always my issue with the hippie tie-dye guy is he would just let trumpers take over his whole page yeah. i'm like how do you do this without because he was said, said to me one time what are you supposed to do get rid of everybody who disagrees with you yes
1: to a point, to a yeah, point. I exactly. mean, not right away, yeah. of course, when but they turn those into who,
0: conspiracy theory, right? People those who take over your whole page to to shun you and try to make you feel bad for not feeling the way they nonsense. do. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'll tell Trump supporters: if you want my allegiance, you want my friendship, then make a strong argument, make a case where yeah. I go, yeah, I see why you're conservative, or I see why you want Trump as president, but I never ever get that. I never get a solid case where I'm like. Fair enough, you know. Yeah.
1: No, if someone comes at you and they're genuine and they're they're earnest about things and not just you know spouting talking points, then okay, maybe there can be a dialogue. But
0: yeah, I think that's the I think that's where the line should be. If you can have a constructive dialogue with friends who have differences with you, like my friend Craig, like my friend Evan, like Jody, they're all conservative, but they're not like my other friend. Remember uh, mm-hmm. from Lowe's. Yeah. She was just spouting off crap. And I said, you're going to have to prove this shit because you're just rattling off talking points that have been thoroughly debunked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But getting back to trash talk, real fest, just to finish that topic up. Um, I think there's a utility in it. I mean, that's why we started this season talking about stopping the drama now. Getting the bad people out of your life. There are so many petty people out in this world today, and uh, they just thoroughly enjoy being fucking dipshits. They're all, I call them the Mrs. Kravitz of the world. Remember on Witch, Mrs. Kravitz? Always snooping, Mm -hmm. always looking, always judging, always getting her face in your business like bye close the curtains and <laughs> yeah. stay the fuck out of my yard before i mm-hmm. call the cops on you <laughs> um but uh, but there is a utility i do think in a little shit talk when it's healthy mm-hmm. what are the rules to yeah. that
1: well <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me think of <clears throat> me and my coworkers. like yeah. you know if there's a particularly horrible customer like mm-hmm. yeah we talk shit and it kind of just helps us bond and get closer because we're in this together right. and it it can as long as it's not hurting someone
0: and it's not to their face and yeah mm-hmm. and it's not on social media where it can get you or them in trouble yeah. or mm-hmm. hurt anyone yeah exactly yeah and when i talk trash here on the show i mean i never out a person i never make it about Their physicality. It's always about what they've done to hurt me. What they've done to be crazy or untenable or unsustainable. Um, It's there to teach a lesson. So the benefits of trash talk for me, you know, I grew up with my mom and her best friend. They've been talking trash since I was like seven, (laughs) right? So I grew up just knowing the benefits of a little shit talk. And it was always just a... I don't know. Poke a little fun at those that lack self-awareness. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. um, we there used to be a song back in the '80s by Huey Lewis and the News called um, uh, "What's It Called?" Shit. <laughs> it's called "You Crack Me Up." You crack me up. You really, really do with your sunglasses on, acting so young. Only I know what you're really up to. You crack me up. Okay, well that song. You know, there's a part where it says you twist and wreck. You know. It's talking about people who get drunk and who lack self-awareness, who are just like, good God, get yourself together, right? Yeah. So it's those obviously unaware people. Like, there's entire websites dedicated to those people. The people of Walmart is just a website about epic fails at Walmart or all the Karens in the world who get recorded acting crazy during COVID. Um, yeah. there's a whole culture of people out there who need to be put in their fucking place. But mm-hmm. it's not necessarily our responsibility, but sometimes we just do it anyway for fun. <laughs> but we don't want to become hateful people. So yeah. how do we keep that in check?
1: Well, yeah, I mean if it gets to a point where it is hurting someone, it's hurting their livelihood, it's hurting their Right. Their job or What their- if they did
0: it to you first though? Can are well, do two yeah. wrongs
1: make a right? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i did
0: not expect that answer <laughs> tell I, me when it's yeah, right <laughs> I, I
1: i don't know exactly but yeah, yeah. sometimes it just seems like it's warranted and like,
0: fuck it <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <laughs> you fuck me i'm gonna fuck you yeah, and then exactly. we're even yeah you punch me in the face i'm gonna punch you in the face mm-hmm. and now we're even <laughs> yeah i suppose yeah um any more to say about trash talking
1: trash talking <laughs> <laughs> no it, it it can be fun sometimes. Just, just keep it.
0: Keep, keep it keep, keep little. It, keep, keep it light. Keep it, it, keep it chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep it fun. Keep it. Keep it heart, heartfelt. Don't yeah. don't go crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <coughs> funny. Next topic is emotional intelligence. Full stop. Okay. Yes. Um, I I often talk about emotional intelligence being attached to people who have goals, people who have dreams, people who are not petty, who people who live. A life of something bigger, higher, more, just more evolved than those petty jerk offs that you often deal with in society. Yeah. So having emotional intelligence is critical in governing yourself and your success and your mental health uh, because you have to have an inner mature person. If if the only person steering the wheel is your fucking inner kindergartner, you're going to crash into a ravine like Toonsis the Cat. So where does emotional intelligence come into play for you? How do we attain it? And how do we keep it?
1: I, that is a giant question. <laughs> I am not sure. In but a I general think, sense. Yeah. In, by being aware of things and how you're reacting to things and how you let people affect you.
0: So be more and self-aware, you yeah, would say, maybe? I think so.
1: I think that's a big yeah. part of it.
0: And, and how uh, do you find self-awareness if you're just not someone who has it? <laughs> in other words you can't teach common sense to those who don't have it
1: yeah um i think some people maybe just don't have it and they won't and i don't know how to teach and that maybe they won't
0: to- you know i always say kids will be kids kids will you know young adults you know 25 and under maybe even 30 and under now uh, lack sometimes self-awareness, sometimes they lack control of their libation, sometimes they lack control of their discipline. In other words, they're just undisciplined and highly emotional, and oftentimes they'll get triggered, and when you piss them off, oh, watch out, they will try to destroy you. I mean, those girls are a perfect example. I don't have proof of this, but I'm pretty sure I'm getting spam emails to this day because of their scary asses.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. And I was going to say it comes with age, but sometimes it doesn't.
0: So. Yeah, it usually yeah. comes with age. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes with life lessons. That's what I mean about self-awareness and emotional maturity. To have, you know, when I, when I feel like the world is just full of shit, when I feel like celebrity culture is going too far, the haves versus the have-nots, the elitism, the perfectionism, when everything starts to feel cheap and fake and disingenuous to me, I just step back and contemplate on it instead of lashing out. Instead of going nuts, I, I contemplate on it. And then before I know it, I'm in a good mood again. You know, turn on a funny movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I burped. Sorry. <laughs> I <bet>. <laughs> <laughs> that, that show up on the mic? Sorry. Pretty sure. It did. My bad. <laughs> Coffee. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's fun and good to be a silly heart. I love silly hearts, but silly hearts aren't emotionally unintelligent having a silly heart doesn't mean that you're a fucking idiot it doesn't mean you lash out or lack discipline speak on that
1: well it, yeah i mean <clears throat> i think to have emotional intelligence you also have to have real intelligence yeah. but just because you're you're silly doesn't mean you lack that
0: yeah just, just because you desire to be fun loving like myself doesn't mean that you don't have some higher thing governing you.
1: Yeah, no, not at
0: all. But what about people who are just young and they're just constantly in the shitstorm of life? Young people with the cyberbullying, people in their 20s, still dating, getting drunk, going out, making friends. Like, I found a Facebook friend yesterday who was in the National Guard with me before I went active duty. Um, His name is Horst. I won't say his last name. He's a German guy who's American-German, but we had a great time. But I... I almost messaged him, "Hey. You're 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 here now. You used to be over here." And you know, and I love the guy. We had a great time, a lot of drunken memories, but I'm like, "No, bro. That you don't need that dude in your life. That dude is fucking trouble." And mm-hmm. I know he's trouble. He's a lot of fun, but he does not give a fuck about my rights. He doesn't give a fuck about my peace of mind. He doesn't care about a lot of people's uh, pain and suffering and so people without emotional intelligence will hurt you yeah. and uh, as much as i had this desire to go oh hey dude i saw his picture and him smiling i'm like oh, i just want to reconnect but i dare not because i know i know he's a troublemaker you know yeah and some
1: people don't grow out of it and i wonder if he has that, i don't know yeah.
0: it's hard to say yeah yeah well, a-
1: you wouldn't know for sure until you reached out if you felt like that was something you might well, want to do but he's
0: also a borderline alcoholic yeah. so i often wonder if he's 50 going on 50 or if he's 50 yeah. going on 20 yeah i don't know um well, anything more to say about emotional intelligence intelligence i know it's what you have to have to have discipline. i know it's what you have to have to um to fight those challenges and demons of immaturity of the life being unfair um uh, speak on that what is there anything we can say to get our audience to understand that you can attain this too i think if you're even aware of it or mm-hmm.
1: know what it is then you are you're on the right it. path
0: <laughs> yeah. either you but got it or you don't yeah some people
1: just won't grow up enough <clears> or be <throat> mature enough to ever achieve it, I think. And yeah. some it, that's just how it is. Some people just won't.
0: Right, right. I agree. I agree. Grow up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Not you guys, but the other people who fuck with you. All right. Well, uh, we've got a few more topics. We're going to go quickly through these. We've got about, oh, 13, 14 minutes left. Um, are people becoming more selfish, uh, individualism versus community-oriented? Now, at the end of the day... Um, I think we would all be a better culture if we had the Amish way about us of lifting the burden together, lifting the barn together. The lady folk get the tater salad going.
1: Unless they want to help. Unless with they this. want to help with the <laughs> raising of the barn. That's exactly. right. If you
0: want to roll up your sleeves and work and sweat, then mm-hmm. I say go for it. Yep. But I just mean in a general sense that yeah. when we become more, less selfish and more communal we stop thinking so much about our own personal needs and we start thinking about the needs of the whole or the needs of the community or at least the needs of your family in other words Mm -hmm. i don't think people's minds are right anymore speak on that
1: well yeah i think in a way uh like you've talked about the before the just the the rugged individualism the mindset of that i don't think it's a it's it is a detriment it's to society, because yeah, I think yeah. it just makes people feel like they're on their own and they should just not help others, not accept help from others. Well, I get it's, that I don't think feeling. It's a good thing. I
0: wake up all the time defeated in this pursuit of kindness, knowing that full well that seventy percent of the country is fucked in the head. They're angry. They're spiteful. They're I don't know if it's that much. Well, okay, maybe sixty two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but I see it in people. It's that everywhere. I know. Is all
0: I mean. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. I don't know exact percentages, but. I do, yeah, I, I just feel like um, how much better would we be if people just shared the burden together? And, mm-hmm. I mean, even in this podcast, I get discouraged. I go out of my way to be selfless, and yet people don't want to help. People don't want to pitch in a dollar per month. Oh, God forbid, a dollar. You're going to save 12 whole dollars a month by helping Chef Bright Comedy. Good grief. I just mean to say, did we all just grow accustomed to fuck thy neighbor? Some people, yeah,
1: but I see the opposite in the people that I work with. And, yeah. you know, we're always helping each other either at work or bringing little gifts to each other or, you know, just a, a kind word or a compliment to each other. Well, I get a, and I think there's a lot of people that are that way. So Yeah,
0: I get a lot of kindness on Facebook, but I don't go out as much. I work from home and I don't get all that. And, you know, I noticed that with women... Um, A lot of women get the compliments they deserve. Women help each other through things. Like, you'll never hear two dudes go, you're a handsome motherfucker. Like, never! Yeah. Unless they're gay or evolved or something. But Mm -hmm. I just mean to say, um, men, I, I think that's why men are the problem in our society. These incel, lone wolf mentalities. They need friends. They need kinship. But then I think about, like, Chris Rock has this comedy where he's like, the trench coat Mafia, boo-hoo, we don't have friends. Hey, you got... There's six of you guys. You got five friends, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So he's saying, I didn't have five friends growing up, yeah. you
1: know? No, that's just an extreme mentality that yeah. goes way too far, but...
0: But, um, I mean, to what extent is selfishness a good thing and selfishness a bad thing, do you think?
1: I mean, it's a good thing when you... Are taking care of yourself?
0: Self care, yeah. Sure. When it
1: goes to a point where you're hurting other people, then it's bad. Well, but- I think
0: we have to set up boundaries. Mm-hmm. We have to know how people are using and exploiting us, and then set up boundaries. And that's why we yeah. talk about both personal relation, personal relationships with people, and your employer. Your employer often, if they get to see that you're an overachiever, you're going to end up doing three times the work as some of the people who aren't pulling mm-hmm. their weight. So you got to know yeah. boundaries. Set yep. up boundaries. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: For your own mental health, for your own physical health,
0: but it but is important. We, we people in our society talk about socialism like it's Nazism or it's communism when they don't realize that in if in a capitalist society we had the right amount of socialism, the right kind of socialism, we could break through the red tape of greed. We could break through the red tape of everybody fucking each other over. We could have yeah. a sense of community. I mean, imagine if all companies weren't just privately traded, but were publicly traded. And imagine that, you know, uh, everybody owned the company. You owned a certain share and you had a certain burden toward the company because you're being taken care of. Imagine if we had socialized corporatism in a way where you own stock in the company and the boss doesn't act superior to you, but actually feels like a teammate with you. That would yeah. solve a lot of
1: problems. Well, and the funny thing is, is <clears throat> on paper, that's what my company is. But it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Because we own, I mean, we get our stock options, and we are an employee-owned company. But I think they just use that as
0: a gimmick. It is now. Yeah, yeah, when it
1: started, I don't think it was. But now it's become more, more into the uh, capitalist agenda, and it's not the same anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, anything else on that?
1: Mm,
0: no. Yeah, no, I, I just think people need to, like, learn to sh- help each other again. Yeah. I mean, I'm not asking for a lot. I don't want to be rich and famous from this podcast. I just want to feel valid, validated, that your good, kind efforts are not going unnoticed. That's yeah. what everybody deserves. You yeah. know, that's oh, all. I yeah, I agree. Um, okay the empowered sensitive depressive that's all i have the empowered sensitive (laughs) depressive we're all sensitives we're all depressives we all get down and discouraged how do you empower yourself as a sensitive depressive
1: (laughs) it can be really hard because like we've talked about earlier like Hmm. the media constantly bombarding you with perfectionism and how you need to be and how you should be and just have to, a lot of it comes with age. I know I say that with a lot of things, but it's very true. You, you, grow, to, into you grow into you it. Grow you grow into it. You grow into understanding your own and, worth. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And yeah. it helps to surround yourself with people that are like minded and get along with you and care about you. And it's just a matter of perspective. A lot of it, you just have to realize that you're. <laughs> You're good enough. You're smart enough. And And gosh
0: darn it, people (laughs) like like you. You. That's right. Yeah. And you do get better with time, Mm -hmm. you guys. I mean, at the end of the day, as you get older, you grow a thicker skin. And this uh, really does segue into the next one. Uh, Laugh or cry, laughing in adversity, keeping your sense of humor and wits in trying times. I've Mm -hmm. always said humor is the key to almost everything. Humor and fitness are so important in emotional health and mental health because... You need to to sweat out the bad stuff, but you got to have a sense of humor and a thick skin if you're going to do anything in this life. I mean, Mm -hmm. during this episode, I have gotten five phone calls from somebody who gave my phone number to spammers all to try to rule me and own me. Some dipshit out there is fucking spreading my crap all over God's green earth, and it's pissing me off. But I'm not giving them the the I'm not going to give them. I'm not lending my energy to these hateful people. No. I will not let them. I and so how delete. do I
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you
0: keep a sense of humor when it's affecting your personal life? It's hard. <clears throat> yeah. But
1: if it's you have to you have to keep a sense of humor because you when Sorry, things that I are I don't understand.
0: Okay. So that was google <laughs> i don't know how she heard that wow, but i have no idea i have it turned off too but okay
1: yeah anyway um, mm. i don't even remember I what i was the- saying I- <laughs> yeah you just have to be it's hard to keep a sense of humor but you just have to be mm. self-aware i think yeah. that's kind of the core of it you just have to keep a. I feel like all of your advice is be
0: self-aware it,
1: it kind of is and
0: yeah I, I, it's yeah. the strongest <laughs> thing you can do is learn to love yourself and love to know thyself really mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. be able to laugh at yourself sometimes. And-, and have a sense of humor. And I know that's hard when you're it's upset. Very hard, yeah. When you're serious. Mm-hmm. I was a very serious child until I wasn't. Once I grew a sense of humor and understood that I could be silly and fun, loving and playful, that, yes, people still tried to hurt me. Yes, I was still affected by people bullying me. Yes, I was still affected by... Um, the haters drinking their haterade, but uh, I also didn't live in a time of Facebook either and social media, so um, it feels like we're becoming just as spiteful as we've always been, and I guess that hurts my loving, kind heart. I want to feel like we're evolving as a species, but I don't think we I think it depends on your age. There's always going to be people of a certain age that haven't learned what we've learned, and so, yes, a lot of our advice is going to start to duplicate itself in the sense that you just got to grow up, you just gotta be yourself. You just gotta uh, relax and you just mm-hmm. gotta know thyself. Yeah.
1: And have a sense of humor. I just mm-hmm. it just reminded me of a memory that came up from a year ago on Facebook that I had I'd leaned over to grab something off a shelf behind the Christmas tree, got snagged on an ornament, the ornament broke, I got stuck to the tree, I had to call you to to come rescue me. Yeah. And I kind of, I do remember that happening and I posted that whole thing and some people were like, Oh, I feel bad laughing. I'm like, No, laugh. It was yeah. funny. It was it people was a feel funny bad situation, because but yeah, yeah. I want yeah.
0: people to Well, and there's a fine line between laughing and someone's dismay and and, and you know, cuz I see people yeah. laughing on social media like I saw this cat yesterday on Instagram that was grunting when it pooped. Mm-hmm. And, it's all, and it was funny cuz he was grunting. Mm-hmm. But I felt bad cuz he was constipated. He was having a medical yeah. issue and well, I said yeah. this isn't funny. Mm-hmm. Like guys, this is not funny. He might yeah. fucking die. Like why are people so dumb
1: that is the question or so
0: <laughs> insensitive know. to the suffering yeah. of other creatures i don't know
1: some people just don't have empathy yeah and that's horrible yeah it's not how a do we way avoid those types of people how do we know it you can tell yeah you can usually tell they're the the sociopaths and the psychopaths and you can just tell the haters the and, and the haters. Yeah, the way they the, talk and the way they react. and
0: Yeah. yeah it's yeah. pretty
1: obvious, I think, most
0: of the time. And how, how do we um, laugh when we're feeling like crying? How do we do that? It's hard. <clears it <clears helps <throat> to
1: have people around you that, that get you. Because, yeah, there's nothing better than when you're really angry or really sad and someone can drag you out of it and make you laugh. Yeah. But um, put on a movie. Read a book, look at some comics, like just lighthearted things to kind of help pull yourself out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. Um, we've got a bunch of topics here. I'm going to try to keep this under 20 minutes. So, you, you in for the long haul, hon? This is going to become a two-parter. Yeah, I'm, I, I am. We got you back. <laughs> we're we're pu- we're putting in overtime on this last final episode. I want, I want to just, I want to give people as much as I can give. Because next season, we're going to go to probably once per week, and we're going to, like I said, do all those short takes that are going to be much more easily digestible for people on the go, people who have got ain't got time for all this business. Um, getting over the weirds, being weirded out, people and things hurting your feelings. In other words, you ever just get a case of the weirds? People, mm-hmm. This society is weird. We Capitalism's weird. My boss is weird. This is weird. Weird. How do we get over a case of the weirds? having a sense of humor? Yeah, yeah,
1: no (laughs) doubt. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, you just have to kind of like just realize that you can't take things too seriously. And yeah, it is weird. Life is weird. It's going to continue to be weird. So you just got to live with it. And You know, that's the one thing. That's
0: the one constant in life that it's always going to be odd. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be weird. And that's why we can never take our rights for granted. We can never take what's right for granted. We have to keep pushing forward for regular people like their rights uh their right to exist their right to a voice their right to a say uh their right for equality and diversity and their rights frankly to live without constant fear of poverty or constant fear of corporate tyranny and subserviency Mm -hmm. yeah um but we've got these corporations they they own us now how do we fight against that at least in terms of our own uh, rights to exist and our mental health.
1: You just have to <clears throat> pay attention and realize which corporations are the worst, and even you have to just kind of with your money, with your, your patronage, with <clears throat> how you spend your money and where you spend your money. Spend your and, money on
0: small operations yeah. like yeah. us. Spend your money on uh, Etsy rather than uh, Amazon. Spend your yeah. money, frankly, at I mean, but that's the problem is, like, like toilet paper. Everybody can't, yeah. Yeah, you can't always. Like, I'm going to go get my toilet paper as at as much Earl's as you can. Instead of Walmart. You yeah.
1: Know. No, you just do what mm. you can. I mean, yeah. it's the little things, and they build up, and incrementally.
0: Well, that's the one thing I've change. always loved about you, my dear, is that you feed the birds and the squirrels, and then you'll tell me to do it, and I'll fucking forget, because I... Two days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I know i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, i'm like fuck the squirrels no i care but i you have such a good heart you're a tender heart bear and uh i want more of that in this society you know and i take it for granted that it's in my house and in my life every day it gives me such pleasure and joy to be like to be around it even though sometimes it's like i feel like you know, there's some is it is it naive? Is it naive to be a tender bear in a fuck you society? No. <laughs> good answer. I- <laughs> yeah, why is that, my dear?
1: Because it's <clears throat> important. I mean, you treat people how you want to be treated. You you help animals, you help people that are having problems. It's it's good for everybody. It helps you, it helps them and that's just kind of how everybody needs to be and like that article on that episode a couple episodes ago like literally people humans have evolved because of helping each other and being social and mm-hmm. propping each other up and it just works
0: yeah Yeah, I agree. I agree. I have a topic here uh, called the light triad versus dark triad. That's going to be in season five, you guys. I'm going to withhold that one because that's... That's a big one. A biggie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here I have paranormal skepticism versus belief, addressing the way people treat one another. I think that brain uh, snag, that, that thought bubble happened because... I was seeing how hurtful disbelievers are to believers. I'm an atheist. I don't go out of my way to hurt Christians. I don't go out of my way to hurt religious people. I will speak my truth. I will speak my mind. Um, And if that offends somebody, I am sorry. But it's not personal. It's Mm -hmm. just my views. But there's a lot of people out there who are like, how can you believe in ghosts? Well, because shit moves by itself, that's <laughs> <Right>. why.
1: <laughs> Speak on that. Exactly. Well, you can <clears throat> you can be skeptical about things yourself or not believe things yourself, and you don't have to be an asshole about it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the thing that I've seen in...
0: Um, why are we becoming such a hypercritical society? Everybody's the expert, but nobody keeps their fucking mouth shut anymore. You go on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's like... The new Lux Eternal by Metallica. There's 850 music channels gonna criticize it to death. Like, good grief! Right? Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't. Where do we draw the it. line and between cri- criticism and just being a dick?
1: Well, one thing I was gonna say is that I've seen, like, in the the atheist group that I'm mm. in, there's so many Christians that are so hateful towards atheists
0: when yeah. it's the opposite of what they're supposed to be like. Yeah, and we think they would be. I don't know turning the other cheek Mm -hmm. or something Uh, (laughs) or doing what jesus would do exactly (laughs) what would jesus do i thought that was a thing yep you would think well that's my uh, problem with some modern christians especially christian conservatives who are openly hateful like oh i'm gonna vote for herschel walker over warnock even though he's a reverend mm -hmm. oh i know the mental gymnastics it takes to ignore their own moral mm -hmm. imperative is fucking weird yeah, it is. You know? And I just don't
1: understand this whole, like, need to be hateful towards people or yeah. bash on them for right. their beliefs or lack I get of angry. Or,
0: I yeah. I lash out at the occasional customer service rep when they're giving me bad service or when they're treating mm-hmm. me like a robot. Well, that's the thing. Like with know.
1: customers, I don't go out and treat people badly, but if they come at me with an attitude, I'm going to give it back. You just give
0: it a little back. Yeah. That's all. Not to the point of getting in trouble no, or making exactly, it personal. But, but I don't,
1: that's not my default, but I yeah. will react to things.
0: Right. And then right. they expect you to
1: not react that way. Then they get all offended, like, oh, how dare you speak to me like that? Well, I spoke to you like that because you spoke to me like
0: that. So yeah. if you
1: started off on the right foot, then I would be on the right I've foot. I've always
0: had a way about myself with customers. I can't train you to do it. I can only do it myself. I'm just a snarky, sarcastic mm-hmm. motherfucker, and yeah. I get away with it Yeah, because there's just something about the way I I introduce reality that they're like, meh, and then they walk <laughs> away. <laughs> it's like, sorry. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, par- we we haven't done a lot of episodes lately on the paranormal. That's kind of why I want to do the YouTube channel, do the paranormal reviews, mm-hmm. because I want to contribute to the cause in a way that's appreciable that's 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 helping the the industry do you feel like it serves paranormal industry the paranormal field i should say to be overly critical of those who believe i Mm. i mean because some people do it because it's fun some people do it because they absolutely believe but some people do it because they're just fucking gullible so
1: right yeah you know
0: well, I believe be because nice I think it. there's, yeah, I think there's evidence of it, but mm-hmm. I'm still on the fence because I don't know, but I, that's why we want to do these paranormal reviews on the YouTube channel because we want to ask a handful of criteria, does this show serve the field? Does this, is this real? Is this contributing to the field or is this just more You know circus sideshow horse shit um speak on that Mm
1: -hmm. well there's a way to be nice about it i mean you don't have to be mean about it you can be like okay well the show is showing this and it's not quite up to my standards or my
0: criteria criteria, yeah
1: but you don't have to be mean about it i mean yeah and yeah i think it'll be a fun thing to do because We enjoy watching that stuff,
0: and it'll be... why do you think... I mean, I've told people why, but why do you think we've sort of undervalued cryptids and the paranormal? We do episodes on the UAP congressional hearing. We do shows Mm -hmm. on our beliefs about ghosts and ghost manifestation. We've done episodes on being an empath we've done episodes on aliens and cryptids and bigfoot and mothman and etc we're in now season four so people have to go back on all this mm-hmm. but the reason why do you suppose we don't uh, m- make this show just about that why has it taken a backseat on this particular oh, show because
1: especially in this format mm-hmm. it would just be rehashing what we've talked about before yeah because there's it it Will lend itself to the shorter um, YouTube stuff, or yeah. the shorter podcast things, or right, it's just right. yeah. There's just not enough for full episodes anymore. We've kind of talked about what we believe, and, and how do,
0: many times can you repeat yeah, that? Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's like a lot of YouTubers. Like I watch this guy. You watch it with me, uh, Stone Gremlin Productions. The um, mm-hmm. what's his uh, the uh, title uh, the the oh oh. I almost had it. The, the- <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we had to pause because we lost our brain. Uh, mm. The cinema star, but he's in character and he satirizes being an uptight, snobby film critic, right? And it's mm-hmm. completely satirical because when you see him in real life, he's not that guy. He puts on his old fake, ugly glasses and he, mm-hmm. and he talks like this and he's hilarious and he I, he just yeah. gets me i just i crack up every time yeah but um what was my point <laughs> i had a point <laughs> okay so my point was is um youtubers have been around for 11 12 13 14 years he's one of the ones that's been around the long long time kind of like cinema massacre is that you have to start doing like i've done all the movies I've, he's done, like, he does all these B-movies and stuff. Well, it comes a time where I did those movies six years ago, so he has to start doing them again. Yeah. And so, I'm just saying, though, when you have a body of work, you don't want to repeat yourself, but I'm at a point already... We've been doing this almost two years, where I'm I can't I can't say more than I can say about the yeah, paranormal. Exactly. Although that being said, I we still take an interest in it. We still love it, but we want to contribute as empaths to the paranormal in a way that serves it well. I don't want to just you know, it's not about speculation. It's not about fluff. It's not about entertainment. It's about if it's real, why do we think it's real? And if it's not real, why do we think it's not real? But I want to serve the field in a way that uh, uh, li- uh, lifts it up, mm-hmm. that does good science.
1: Yeah, you know for sure. And like I said, I think that lends itself to the shorter <clears throat> formats.
0: So yeah, it'll be well. Hopefully, yeah. When I'm doing these hot takes, it won't be just politics and life mm-hmm. and mental health. Hopefully, I'll say real quick, we believe this about ghosts. Have yeah. a nice day. <laughs> you saw this
1: video, go check it out. Or, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's why sure. I want to put ourselves out there more because. I feel like we have this great brand and this great thing we're doing, this uh, purity of heart, um, but it's just not, it's getting overlooked in this format. Everything good about our show is being buried mm-hmm. on ele- page 11, yeah. being buried on the one hour mark because people only want to listen for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we're doing something wrong? What do you think we're doing no, wrong? I
1: think it's just. The format we've been using, and it works for some people, and it doesn't work for other people. That's why I so want to make not it more accessible. Wrong or right? It's yeah, just, that way, yeah. the
0: long-term stuff, the long-form stuff, it doesn't suit you. You can go to the other podcast. It'll be similar, but it'll be more yeah. of a hot take style, where mm-hmm. we just get to the point. Boom, boom, boom. This one we make a yeah. little bit more long for, a little more conversational, because I really want to pound the topic to death. I want to hit it from every angle so that when we're done, we're like, whoo, <laughs> right. we, we covered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know. Sure. Well, I have written here kind of like the paranormal. Um, we have friends that believe in things that are, we don't necessarily believe. We have to take it on faith that what they're saying is real. We get a lot of people Because we're paranormal enthusiasts and because we're so-called paranormal researchers and quote-unquote experts, I don't know how much of an expert I am. I think I have more of an expertise than some, but I try not to use those terms. But I guess I'm a paranormal expert of sorts. But we get a lot of people that come to us with their personal experiences, and I don't know what to always say because we don't always know their mental state. We don't always know their superstitious beliefs. We don't know whether or not what they're saying is real or not. So, determining what is real and what is not, um, how do we do that objectively uh, without hurting people's feelings and in a way that's going to be good for people's good mental health? In other words, yeah. I don't want people to believe in the paranormal if they have mental health problems. I don't want people to believe in hell and eternal damnation if they believe in God. We can't, in other words, there's a negative aspect, there's a negative side to belief if it scares people or if it frightens mm-hmm. people or if it makes people believe that the boogeyman's coming to get them yeah. how do we
1: yeah maintain i don't that know balance? It's, it's hard because <clears throat> you don't want to make people feel self-conscious or feel like they're wrong or that they're bad or that they're stupid yeah. or so i i really don't know well you it respect
0: just, them yeah thank you mm-hmm. for the story and yeah you know but yeah at the end of the day i do feel there's such a thing as a self-fulfilling prophecy is that you start thinking you're hearing voices and you're not, and then that gets into this full boat belief of ghosts and demons and the paranormal and witches and uh, gins and all the stuff. I'm not saying they don't exist, but I'm saying though that if you, it, sometimes people have serious mental health defects that are uh, traumatic and not solvable, and uh, therefore they exacerbate their poor mental health through the belief of superstition. Uh, how do we yeah. respect that when we're not sure whether or not they're they're really seeing these things or mm-hmm. if they're just sort of conjuring it up in their own heads? Yeah.
1: I just <clears throat> have to tread very lightly and yeah. just be kind and be nice about it. I think. And yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but. Absolutely. And um, but but we want to represent the paranormal in a way that is an asset to the field. Uh, I don't want to just put out a. a videos the way a lot of YouTubers do just being clickbait. Um, I want there to be some depth and a a reason. I don't want to just... I mean, sometimes we have fun and we're playful with it, but I just mean to say, I don't want to convince people that there's ghosts if if it's not real. In other words, I see a compelling Mm. video, I'm not saying, that's 100% real. Mm -hmm. I say it's compelling, but I can't tell you that's exactly what's happening there, because it's easy to deceive our eyes, Mm -hmm. especially in the days of cgi
1: yeah you know
0: absolutely okay we're almost here uh we forgot how to relate to one another too harsh of critics we're harsh critics now everyone's a damn expert everyone has it all figured out i mean yes there's a lot of intelligent people out there we all have a right to a say we all have freedom of speech we should exercise that freedom but where do we draw the line between Critical thinking and just being a goddamn hateful credit. (laughs) (laughs) I think
1: people forget the whole treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah. And just go off about things and belittle people and make them feel stupid. And I think some people, it just makes them feel powerful and makes them feel good about themselves. And that's just sad
0: for them. That they would have to uh, climb on the backs of those. In other words, they're climbing over the skeletons of those they slay to mm-hmm. achieve a higher status or state. Yeah. It's like, no, that's wrong. And if you don't have that basic understanding of not to exploit and use people like that, you, like us, we don't call out the people we hate. We don't, I mean, celebrities sometimes, but we're not calling out personal private citizens. No. People might have fucked us over, but I mean, there's a there's a way of doing things delicately where we can hopefully learn not to uh, perpetuate that negative energy out in society we're perpetuating mm-hmm. a state where we're all becoming haters we're all becoming a culture triggered by hateful shit in other words look at all the le- look at the left and right in politics today why is it why do we all take it amongst ourselves to feel like we have to contribute to the opinion cycle out there we're all rah, rah, rah. we all feel like we have a right to say and we do but why do we all feel the need to um go out there and bombastically uh outrage ourselves into um into the ethernet
1: yeah i think it just depends on the kind of person you are i mean i don't feel that need but yeah some people just do and it's just who they are and
0: yeah kind of a personality defect <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding okay um I want to get done here. We're almost done. We got about ten minutes, but um, I have a few here. I have here. Um, uh, well, to answer the question, how do we? Um, uh, how, how do we learn to relate to one another again? We're becoming harsh critics. How do we? How do we sort of break the cycle of hate?
1: I think just when you're dealing with people, just <clears throat> ask yourself if you're going to. If you if you want to be treated the way you're about to treat that person,
0: yeah. I mean, we learn in grade school. Yeah. Why yes, we can't? We why we forget? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna. There's a few others here that I'm gonna save for next season. So I got one, two more left. Two more left. Okay. No, three more. Three more left, but the short ones. Uh, the poverty trap. Seems like wealth begets more wealth, poverty begets more poverty. Uh, What would you say to people that are regular folks, not famous, just trying to live in poverty, trying to do good? Um, How do we not define ourselves by our monetary wealth? It's hard
1: not to because that's what society is pushing on you
0: all the time. I don't do it. Yeah. But I'm a pain in the ass, though. (laughs) How do we let people out there who aren't as strong as me, not as old as me, how do we let those f- folks know that y- poverty should not define you? We grew up poor. I remember being mm-hmm. made fun of because I wasn't wearing Wranglers or or, or, or Levi's. I was wearing Tuffskins. Mm-hmm. I was wearing generic shoes or something. You know, uh, It was rough. I didn't realize as a child that I was being summarily judged by my friends because... I didn't have a bigger big house like them, or I didn't have Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the same clothes or something. So how do we get these younger folks to understand that? Hey, because I mean, there's a lot. I I feel like we're doing a lot better than we used to in the sense that you see a lot of people bargain shopping, doing costume jewelry instead of real jewelry, uh, doing things the cheaper way. Um, I'm glad we're finally at a point where people realize that you don't have to wear all the latest trends, you know, to be valuable, that you can be a cool and awesome person without being rich internally rich
1: yeah (laughs) i don't know because it's thrown at you all the time so it's just it's that's why we talk about it yeah Yeah. then that's it you just have to talk about it
0: yeah and well if it's bothering you yeah mm -hmm. i think i've learned to ignore it Mm -hmm. for the most part it gets annoying yeah sometimes it gets Def- you get self defeated occasionally but yeah. at the end of the day um, how do we live in a society of have versus have nots when we're not on the have side we're on the have not side and how do we do that without hating all celebrities <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I'm asking but the real questions I know, here God I don't have
1: it. any real answers no I, that's okay
0: I, we don't have all the answers yeah. and that's quite alright mm-hmm. I think you just have to yeah you gotta uh, enrich yourself enrichment maturity Mm -hmm. yeah learn to appreciate other cultures learn to travel learn to be above it all learn to realize that the noise machine out there is just that it's just white noise all that energy all that hate all those people judging and trying to keep up with the joneses those are society things for society people don't be one of them that's why i've done entire episodes about society people not you can be a society person and then stop being a society person, and on the other hand, you can be not a society person and end up turning into one. A lot of people start off legit, like Oprah, who turn into sort of sellouts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. mean she's not a nice person. That doesn't she doesn't still do good things, but sometimes I often wonder if they've lost their their compass.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of them do. Yeah, mm-hmm. the poverty trap that's all i had (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm getting loopy i I started
1: out the migraine this morning so yeah yeah well we got one more
0: for you i'm I'm, i don't want to i'm not trying to kick your ass here i'm just just trying to put on a good show we got a few more minutes left uh but here's the last topic okay we're all fucked up sometimes but we're also the best in humanity in other words we're all broken humpty dumpty had a great fall how do we pick up the pieces and feel whole again after something that's been hard and tumultuous and has stole away our joy?
1: Just have to concentrate on the good and realize that there is good out
0: there and try How d- to... How do we push all that negativity away when we're highly sensitive? Let me, let me phrase it another way, okay? Everybody has mental health setbacks. Everybody has uh, career setbacks. Everybody has uh, issues feeling whole. There's uh, great, disturbing injustices and inequalities and insecurities for regular folks. That being said, um, how do we come correct and be a beast when we're feeling like a mouse? I never
1: feel like a beast, so I
0: don't know, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's okay. That, but I just, I wanted to ask you that because I'm going to answer it afterward. But you're you're kind of a quiet and mousy person, a good, kind soul. You've just always been a pure of heart person, and that's why I, wa- I value your opinion. Um, I, I just I was wondering uh, how you perceive the world when it starts to feel like, it's full of tumult.
1: Mm-hmm. That's when I just pull in.
0: Introvertize. I,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Put up the barriers. Mm-hmm. Tune out. Put yep. Do Not Disturb on your phone. Read something inspiring. Yeah. Read something fun. Um, uh, what would you say is wrong with the people who tend to lash out? <clears throat> Either just social media bullies or those who literally shoot up malls. I mean... It's awful. It's scary. But what is that, do you think? Because we're all hurting.
1: Yeah. Well, some people just don't have a way to
0: get that out, to let it out.
1: They couldn't just do push ups. They push-ups. don't have a healthy way to do it. They couldn't just Apparently write a manifesto
0: not. and then throw it and give it to the universe, I suppose?
1: Apparently not.
0: Yeah. yeah. I
1: think some people are just so hurt and so broken and they don't know how to deal with it. And yeah. the only way they know how is to. To hurt other people.
0: I just had and an epiphany. You know what it? What they lack? Hmm. They were they were not taught a sense of humor. I was taught yes, yeah. a sense of humor from a young age. My mom's best friend is a fucking hilarious person. I learned to be funny at a very young age, and I I think it taught me to laugh when I wanted to cry, and it has served me well, boy. That's why I called this all this Chef Bright comedy because I. I was like, no, I'm going to be a comedian. I'm going to do this stuff. I'm going to uh, you know, fight for what's right in this world. And boy, has my sense of humor helped when I hurt. I yeah. think these people, they don't know how to laugh it off. I think they just take it so seriously. And they get so caught up in what other people are saying and doing and thinking. What do we say to those folks who it can't always help those impending thoughts? Those They're so worried about what the Joneses are doing over there.
1: Well, it's not even that. I mean, some people are treated so badly and are bullied so badly, and it it needs to change from a society level.
0: Yeah. How do we do and that policy-wise? Hard to say. Good electing
1: not. Republicans.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would help in the culture today because gun culture's getting nuts. Everyone's talking about fuck your feelings. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to be ripped and awesome and cool and hate on each other and while i don't i think there's plenty of buff people fierce people who are nice that's that's good to know and that's just it we can't judge a book by its cover uh, you know there's a lot of big fierce badass motherfuckers out there who are kind you know the uh, the dave Bautistas of the world you know uh, and then sometimes there's like the people out there you don't realize that they're broken until you hit you trigger them and then you're like whoa 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 i didn't mm-hmm. I touched a nerve, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, that's all I have. I just wanted to uh, pick your mind on all those various topics. Cause I wanted to give it to the universe, but um, as a whole, um, I-, I just, I want to do the kind of work that's helping. I want to be the kind of uh, person where I can make people laugh. I don't think I make people laugh enough on this show. Um, do you think that there's a way to be serious and funny at the same time? And how do we strike that balance when we're not always feeling great about things? There's a way to,
1: but it's really hard sometimes. Sometimes I don't know how to Right. right. Yeah.
0: And it's okay. Right?
1: Yeah. Well, of course it's okay to be
0: fucked up sometimes Mm -hmm. just so long as we're not doing crazy criminal shit.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You got two minutes left. I know you're tired. You've had a long day. You woke up with a migraine today. But I wanted just uh, to give you a moment, a minute or less, just speak on what you want out of the world and why. Real quick. Just general. Just your loves, your passions, your joys. I
1: just want people to be kind to each other. I want people to be comfortable and stable financially and... Yeah. As far as housing and food, and yeah. I just, I just want it to be a kinder, Gentleman. a kinder world.
0: Yeah, me too. And me I'm too. gonna
1: start crying because, yeah,
0: because it's, it's not always. Not,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I know. I woke up today. I had 99 spams in my e- email box. Somebody out there found my email address and is trying to punish me. And I've got a hundred phone calls on my phone. I've got not a hundred, but like ten. I've got a hundred plus spams now. Somebody's out there tampering with my private information, and uh, I wanted to go to the dark side today, but I I didn't. And I'm pretty I, proud of I myself. I always have
1: that many spam emails. So I don't even pay attention to it because
0: I never do, and that's why it. I, it's yeah. so affected I always me. Do, so but I know I must have somebody broke into my private information. And I know there somebody's mm-hmm. out there doing the devil's work. Trying to spread crap, trying to hurt me in some way, and they don't even fucking know me. But they're gonna they're gonna show me a lesson. Um, but I chose not to. I chose not to. I chose to do it on, on a show about kindness because we need more kind people in the world. We need, we need lovers, givers, carers, and healers in our society. And until we're all a little more healed, we're all going to continue to crack and break each other. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's yeah. not good. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, thank you, my babe. I love you. Thank you so much.
1: love you, too. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It means a lot. Um, You guys, thank you. Welcome. We're at the end of Season 4. We will be coming back to Season 5 in January, in the new year. We're going to have a nice Christmas time. We're going to get all slogged up on Christmas nog. Not too much. Just a little. Uh, And we're going to get... Back into our fitness and get rid of the angsty angsties. You know, I get the angsties when I get pent up. I'm gonna do mm-hmm. some push ups and go for a run, and uh, I'm gonna uh, just try to think about the brand and what I want for you guys and what I want to do on the YouTube front. The other podcast coming. It's gonna be hot takes, short takes, 15 minutes or less. Name yet to be decided. Um, but you guys, if you want to help us, we are struggling, man financially and sometimes emotionally, but uh, we're going to double-triple our efforts and we're going to uh, literally turn this into something fan-fucking-tastic, as our friend Idris would say. Fan-fucking-tastic. You know who gives me strength? Idris Smith. That girl has MS. Yeah. That girl lives in a mobile home that during the winter, the water freezes and she gets no water sometimes. Um but she's so fucking positive, and she's so fucking smart, and she's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And her yes, attitude, she man, she's got a... She's a, a, a pistol. She's a she's a spitfuck, man. And, and I mean that in the most good way. And that's what I mean. Like, to Surround yourself with people who are funny and kind and smart. And Idris is all that. She's our number one fan. And um, she doesn't even listen to our show all that much anymore because she's so busy with her own life. But i don't even care she's she's the best yep she is definitely <laughs> anyways so we will have a ton of new stuff for you guys in january thank you baby for your insight and your love and your kindness i think people really do you make this show um i'm a big pain in the ass you're the you're the heart of the show <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, yeah i'm okay too but i just yeah, mean to okay. say you, you've got a soft good heart and we need more of that in this world man yeah, but we got to learn to be tough too.
1: Yeah,
0: you know that's the thing. For sure, learn to balance it. Uh, yeah. You guys, come on over to our social medias. We are at Surviving Empathy Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm at uh, Chef Right Comedy on Twitter. Surviving Empathy Podcast on uh, Facebook, and um, where are you at, babe? spooky nerdy gal on instagram yes siri bob and if you guys want to pitch in to the cause we just want to keep the lights on every dollar goes towards bettering the the business and the brand uh we're just trying to uh, get into the light ourselves and stay in the light that's what it's all about and if you guys can help us pitch in one dollar two dollars three dollars fifty cents per month until we're sponsored that would be fucking just a-OK, dandy with me. I would love you for it. I will take off my shirt and mail it to you. I'm I i would. I'm literally that person. I'm the kind of guy who will... I've literally taken off my T-shirt and given it to someone bleeding before. That's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. I, I refuse to give in to defeat. I refuse to believe the haters drinking their haterade. Uh, we're all about goodness, kindness, and, and just making the world a better place. That was my mission in the beginning, and it's still my mission. Have I gotten frustrated and said some things in the past sure do i give it back when people give attitude yes i do guilty as charged i'm a red-blooded american but at the end of the day you got to know where the line is and you got to make sure that you're taking care of yourself first so you can take care of those in that you love your those you know your friends your family the people who you matter the most and don't worry about relationships dying on the vine they're not trying either so, there you have it. You guys, come on over to my Linktree. That's wwwlinktree forward slash Chef Bride Comedy, PayPal, Venmo, uh, Cash App. They're all there. Uh, we also have a Patreon page there. Uh, we have all the links to Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible. It's all there. And uh, we're absolutely trying to retool the show to be the best and brightest For you guys. That's what it's all about. We love you. We thank you. And uh, yeah, help us out. Help us out. We will never give up on you just so long as you never give up on us. So thank you. We love you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye.